Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Aaron Judge hit his 60th home run. Judge is now one homer shy of Roger Maris's American League record, as you know, of 61. Where's my bell? The Braves are going to the playoffs where we air in Atlanta every night, 7 to 9 Eastern on WQEE. The Braves are going to the playoffs. And I think if the Blue Jays and Braves met in the World Series, I'm not sure the world could handle it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a Thursday it is episode number 847 now of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. What a great day. What a lot to get to. I'm very much excited about the, today's program. I'm excited every day, but especially today. The Moose is back. We'll get to him in seconds. But also our COO, Lee Genier, is going to pop by in hour two of the show today. We've got Sportsnet's Arash Madani and also Sportsnet's Justin Morn on a very exciting day in the world of sport. Let's bring him in now, Darren Moose DuPont yeah, and Moose, I've got some hair. stories. Yeah, great hair. Before we uh, jump into the quick six show topics, I want to say that um, I have I've had an interesting morning. As you know, you've been privy to some of it. But how was yours yesterday? You had to present on behalf of the RP Show Corporation and DuPont Media to a bunch of kids, I guess, at the Polytechnics, Ask Polytechnic thing. How did that go, the mar- presentation on sports and marketing? Yeah, it was, it went really well. You know, we had a chance to look at a brand new business program that's being developed um, at the school, the Technical Institute here in the province. And, you know, they're developing a new program for sports business specifically. So it was, it was an honor that they invited us to be down there and be a part of it and present our knowledge and what we've done here and, and that they would take that so seriously. So really happy to have been there yesterday. Good. I'm glad that it went well. Well, here's my funny story of the day. Um, I've been waking up with headaches, and I don't normally. My whole life, I haven't. And I finally said, you know, I got to go see a chiropractor. So I went and walked in off the street to see this guy. Wouldn't you know it? His name was Andy Cohn. Look it up. Guy's been practicing uh, chiropractics in South Florida for 42 years, but he's originally from New York. And anyways, I was wearing this shirt. I wasn't going to wear this shirt on the air today, but um, I spent almost an hour there. He's very thorough, Darren. There's one thing about U.S. medical uh, personnel. They're very <laughs> thorough. They're not pushing people in and out like cattle because everybody goes to the doctor because it's free in Canada. It's not here. So people are a little more discerning. Anyways, about halfway through the appointment, he pokes his head up. He's like, so, Pat, what did you say, Pat? What do you do for a living, Pat? I'm like, my name's not Pat. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. You had your shirt. It says Pat's. I thought your name was Pat. I'm sorry, Rod. And anyways, he, he goes, I, I should have known you were a Patriots fan. I'm like, I'm not a Patriots fan either. 
And it reminded, I said, this, I said, this is my hockey team. This is my hockey team in Canada. And it's the Regina Pats. But I remember, I remembered one night in Spokane and I don't, I don't mind because, uh, the Western Canadian viewers that love us so much, will know the name Perry Shockey. I just talked to him yesterday. He was our head coach and we were in Spokane in 1997 and the public address announcer at the veterans memorial arena in spokane says on the mic when we're coming out for warm-up please welcome the regina patriots and i'm standing down on the bench and i'm like all the staff are like no 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 and shocks turns and he goes what well we are the patriots we're like no we're not we're the princess patricia's canadian light infantry war battalion world war one come on yeah buddy so anyways, we're getting this all straight right out of the gate. And I just talked to Shocks yesterday. And I'm telling you, I could go on and on and on. And some probably feel I already have. So can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Please. Uh, Moose, I got you for two full segments, right? I got you for two full off the, off the hop? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let me just rant first before I get into Blue Jays, CFL, NHL. Normally, this is the Thursday, the last Thursday before the start of the Western Hockey League regular season. Can somebody tell me why we don't have a Thursday featured game for years and years and years? There'd be one game on the Thursday night. It would be the featured game. Whether it was on shot television or not, it doesn't really matter. And I thought, okay, dub fans that are watching right now, which which opening night game do you think should have been played tonight? And before you type it in, stop, because the correct answer is the Regina Pats and the Moose Jaw Warriors, and you could have had Connor Bedard, the Phenom, all to yourself tonight, Pats, Warriors, and the Brand Center, but they missed an opportunity there. So there's Rod's rant right off the start. Maybe there's a reason why they don't have one opening night game on the Thursday. Do you know why? Because we used to. I know. I don't know why. I wish they would. It's a great way to kick it off. I mean, every league does it, and usually it's the defending you know, league champion gets to be in that game. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Allie's watching in Texarkana, Texas. She says, morning, guys. Stars training camp starts today. It's a great day. We haven't really looked at the Dallas Stars yet. Uh, maybe today would be a good day to do that. But, Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn again? Because I haven't even got to number one. Can you hit it? We got our rant out of the way first. Uh, so, number one, we got to start with baseball. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit a three-run home run to open this scoring in the top of the eighth inning, but it didn't matter. The Blue Jays ultimately fell 4-3 to the Philadelphia Phillies on Wednesday night. Matt Vierling had five hits, including the game-winning RBI single. Toronto still sits atop the American League wildcard race. In New York, everybody's watching the Bronx. Aaron Judge disappointed fans by staying stuck at 60 home runs Wednesday night, but doubled twice and scored on Oswaldo Cabrera's first inning grand slam that started the Yankees to a 14-2 route of the Pittsburgh Pirates. And Joey Manises had a go-ahead two-run homer off Jesse Chavez in the seventh inning, and Washington stopped the Atlanta Braves' five-game winning streak, beating the Braves 3-2. So for our listeners on WQEE, your home of Southern sports and talk in Metro Atlanta, there's your Braves update. Moving on to the National Hockey League. NHL training camps open today, and this is very interesting. I had written in my notes, whom are the surprise teams going to be? I have Buffalo. I think there's a very real chance of that. Did you know that the general manager, Kevin Adams, got a contract extension yesterday? This is his third season, and a lot of people in hockey are going, Kevin Adams, he never even worked at hockey, he just played. Well, he fired the coach. 
That seems to have worked out. Granado's doing a great job on their bench. Drafted high, obviously, but drafted well. I think with Owen Power, they've signed Tage Thompson. Buffalo seems to be coming to get the traded Jack Eichel and got a haul back. To be perfectly honest with you, Peyton Krebs was worse uh, for one, one for one. Peyton Krebs for Jack Eichel would have been a trade I'd have made, but he got way more than that. So they're one. Anaheim, I think, will surprise. Although I picked them last year to do that. I think Ottawa will surprise. Not sure they'll make the playoffs in a very tough division. And I think the Islanders will surprise by the fact that they're going to be last place in their division. That's just what I think. But more than that, listen up. I tweeted this morning that there are 10 new coaches in new places. 10. And for the, I don't much, I could go through them right now. Edmonton, Vancouver, Winnipeg, Philadelphia, Boston, Vegas, Dallas, Florida, Chicago, Detroit, and the Islanders. That actually makes 11 because I initially said 10 and I was wrong. And a guy in Winnipeg wrote me and said, it's, it's 11 with the Jets. And then a guy, a Habs fan, wrote me and said, it's 12. It's Montreal. It's like, ah, I give up. That's over a third of NHL teams are opening the season with a new coach. And that includes Allie's Dallas Stars with Peter DeBoer in there. And I sit there and wonder, Darren, why would anybody want to coach? The job security is, there isn't any. At least you got the same coach there in Toronto for now. But ah, there's a lot to talk about with the National Hockey League, I guess is what I'm getting at. Oh, tons. And you're right. There are a lot of new coaches. You know, Montreal is interesting because Martin St. Louis was on the bench last year. So there's a couple of those. But And same thing in Edmonton uh, with Jay Woodcroft. He was on the bench last year. So I guess... But not, not in training brand, camp. Brand not new. in training. But not, not in, in training camp. Yeah. And not a full season. But that's a lot of turnover. Mm-hmm. So there's an opportunity for a lot of these teams, you know, to have quick turnarounds or to have a, a quick shuffle. And you just don't know how they're going to adjust. So, yeah, it's going to be hella interesting. Uh, don't worry, by the way, CFL fans, because I got a lot of CFL thoughts. Trust me. Um. Yeah, I think I got to stay out of the comment section other than to say, hey, shout out to Jenna Reagan. We're number one for Sabres talk, clearly. She's here every day for that. And Ottawa Red Blacks talk. Um, Devin Pakailo says, good morning from Burns Lake, BC. It's camp day. Go Jets, go. And I'm going to stop there and continue on my little road that I'm, yeah, I'm on my little road here. Next segment, maybe we'll get to more. Because we got CFL fans here. We got NFL fans here. Curling fans, golf fans, we got to move on. But I will say this, I'm not doing top five, bottom five until the first week of the regular season. Please hold me to that there. But NHL.com came out with its first, what do they call it, Sweet 16 or something, the top 16 teams in the NHL. And here we are on the first day of training camp. Here are their top five teams in the National Hockey League from NHL.com. They are the Colorado Avalanche the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Carolina Hurricanes, the Florida Panthers, and the New York Rangers. Those are the five, and if you've noticed, only one is from the West, and it's the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. How do we feel about the fact that four of the top five teams in the NHL reside in uh, the Eastern Conference? I know. It's crazy. And you know, you could have shuffled some different teams around if you wanted to, maybe put Toronto. Uh, they were almost coming from one division 
man, they're almost all coming from one division there. But you got the Hurricanes and the Rangers in there on that side. But yeah, um, I don't know if it's as lopsided as that in the National Hockey League. I don't. I think the West is, is underrated and they've got lots to prove. For sure, there's going to be teams that are supposed to make the playoffs or win the division miss. Vegas. There will be teams that are supposed to miss by a mile and come out of nowhere and make the playoffs and do some things. L.A. And those are both in the West. So that's what makes it fun. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes and he says, I can't believe how excited I am for the NHL season to start. I have to thank the RP show for that. And I thank you, Wayne, for the reminder, because that guy in Winnipeg today wrote me, and he goes, Rod, don't talk as much about the NHL. Stick to the CFL because they need it more. The NHL doesn't need the coverage. And I'm like, well, gee, thanks for that, but I'll talk about what I want to talk about, and the fact that the CFL needs the coverage and the NHL doesn't is a CFL problem. I sure as hell ain't my problem. Um, Allie, by the way, in Texarkana, Texas, says, yeah, I'm hoping they can get a contract with Robertson, I'm a little nervous that he isn't at training camp today. We're not going to talk about training camp holdouts. No. Uh, Ottawa's got one. Dallas has one. Certain teams have them. Let's talk about the people that are there. Not not there. How about that? And Kevin, our favorite medium, uh, writes in and says, Good morning, RP Show. Happy Thursday. He says, Vancouver. And I say, what about it? Um, before we break... That? By the way, I ranted already. It was about the Western Hockey League and why they don't have one opening night showcase game tonight. They missed the boat on that. Somebody please stop. WHL's got some issues now. It does, and it's not good. Um, but Rod's rant is for Bronco Plumbing and Heating. You see that. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. we got some real fun things coming up here in the Quick 6. And on the way, Arash Madani, Lee Genier, and Justin Bourne. But we're going to play deal or no deal CFL division right now for the CFL fans. It's what we do every week. I present the betting lines as come up with by the bet regal odds makers. And I want to meet those guys one day, Moose. You and I are going to make a trip to wherever they are. I think Toronto, and I want to meet those yeah. guys. I want to ask them how they come up with this stuff. Friday night, it's Hamilton at Montreal. And quite frankly, a case could be made for this to be Canada's game of the week. I'm not joking. The Alouettes are favored by two and a half at home. I read the game notes, man. I, I stay at a Holiday Inn Express. I'm no idiot. I read the game notes. Hamilton hasn't won a game yet all year on the road. They're coming off a shellacking of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. What was it? Was it 38-21? They kicked the crap out of them. Hamilton did. But they're going into Montreal. There's no better team since week nine in the CFL than the Montreal Alouettes in winning percentage. Don't bother looking it up. You can trust me. At 3-1, and one, they have the best record in the CFL. The Montreal Alouettes, that's right. So they're favored by two and a half at home Friday night. Montreal-Hamilton. Is that betting line something that you would be interested in? It's a great line because it's got me thinking. And this is going to be maybe the outside. I mean, we're intrigued by Calgary, BC, Rod, so much for game of the week. But this is going to be right there. I'm going to take uh, no deal. I'm going to take Hamilton to really get something going here and win two in a row. I'm, I agree with you. I will take Hamilton to win. Uh, Saturday doubleheader, Tirana 
at Ottawa. The Argos are favored by 2.5. The Red Blacks haven't won a game at home all year. Argos by 2.5 at Ottawa. Deal or no deal? Deal. I'll take the Argos in that. We're not giving the Argos enough credit, man. I'm going to take Ottawa. Uh, Calgary at BC. BC favored by a point. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. They don't. They can't beat up on Cam Judge in the game, so they're going to take it out on the field. I'll take the line. Okay, me too. Uh, by the way, folks, download the app from Bet Regal and play along with us with CFL Bets, NFL as well. You can bet for free. Click on Play Free Sportsbook. By the way, with my chiropractor that I met this morning, first I walked into his office off the street. By the way, Andy Cohen. I said, can you give me the phone number of that, ray, that X-ray place? He goes, if you ask nicely. And he just had his, pony, his, his uh, pen. He was screwing around with it. He's like, what movie? I'm like, I don't know, dude. And he's like, a few good men. And he started reciting lines from a few good men. This morning, just, I know, just met the guy. Can I get the file on such and such a soldier? If you ask nicely. What movie? That was just this morning. Okay, NFL, we got some broadcast uh, topics to come up. The poll, uh, President's Cup, it's all ahead. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. RP Show is brought to you in part by Dark Horse Bets. It's Woodbine's easy-to-use betting app that brings the excitement of live stream horse racing right to you. It's AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available for Android and Apple devices. Moose, before I jump into the NFL Thursday Nighter and talk about broadcast crews, um, I just want to ask you this. My Twitter's been blowing up my social media on the comment by Craig Dickinson, the head coach of the Rough Riders, saying, I'm just going to be honest with you, we're not very good. You saw it. You've seen the reaction. He said it Friday night, but it just seemed to have hit the news in the last 24, 48 hours. Um, I have no problem with Craig saying that. I'm obviously a big supporter of Craig Dickinson's and a close friend, and he's just being honest. But there are those that are saying he's going to lose the room with this. The players have a right to be upset. How would you feel if your leader said, we're not very good? It reminds me of a Christmas party one time when the owner of the radio station stood before the room in front of everybody and said, oh, the reports that I'm getting about our radio station is that we're the Cleveland Browns of radio. But you guys keep trying. One guy got up and left. So there's that. Uh, how do you feel about Craig Dickinson's comment? You know what? It's not a big deal to me. You know, this was said after Friday's game. And on Friday night, they weren't very good in the game. And they've lost seven of nine. and. You know, all of these different things that have happened, 
with the group show that they're not very good. Now we've seen the the comments from the players. We've seen Nick Marshall on social media, the screenshots of him, you know, saying he's saying a different thing in our locker room. Well, of course he is. And he's probably addressed this now, you know, in the locker room, he'd be saying things like guys, we're not as bad as our record shows right now. You know, we're a better team than this. We can get out of this. We have a lot of talent. I believe in you guys. That can still be said, even if you say we're not very good right now. We're not a good football team right now. Doesn't mean you don't have the players and the talent and believe in your room. And that was said right after a loss. So, no, I think it's being blown way out of proportion. Yeah, fair. Um, You know, I talk to all these former coaches all the time, and I was (laughs) saying to one the other day, I said, I don't know why anybody would want to coach because of stuff like this, and especially the way young people are right now. And this was actually a hockey coach, but he goes, they're different. Once they get onto the ice, when they're on the ice, human nature takes over, instinct takes over. It's the stuff away from the ice, in the dressing room, and once they leave the facility, right, people get in their heads and blah, blah, blah. Whatever, Mm -hmm. still wouldn't want to do it. Uh, Moving on to point four in the Quick Six show topics here. Um, The NFL Thursday nighter. We could play deal or no deal if you want. As a matter of fact, we will. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Two teams that this year are struggling to find themselves, I think. Steelers had a big win in Cincy in Week 1, and they lost at New England, I, I think, surprisingly, in Week 2. Still trying to get used to their new quarterback with Big Ben gone, and Cleveland's doing Cleveland things, right? Giving up a 66-yard touchdown uh, with a minute to go last week against the Jets. Cleveland's favored by four, though, at home against the Steelers tonight on Thursday Night Football on Prime. Deal or no deal in your mind? No deal. Um, although I do like the Browns at home because the crowd is so crazy and awesome. And despite Jacoby Brissett, I thought Nick Chubb in the ground game would struggle. When you have a bad quarterback or, or a quarterback that's not going to light it up, you can you can take some more, you know, be more aggressive against the run. But Nick Chubb is still being finding ways to run the football effectively. So I like that. But, no, I just think Pittsburgh's a little bit better. I think, uh, I think it's going to catch up with Cleveland, so I'll take the Steelers. Uh, thank you for that. Checking in with our coverage here. Coverage. Our viewers. Sorry. I don't understand what Todd Pinkney is getting at. He says, is, is there a new Pat's Peterson show text line? LOL. Well, I have no idea what he's referring to. But sometimes he's, he's on a different channel Pat than I Peterson. am. Oh, I see. I got, I'm not, I, I, my phone's blowing up with people, by the way, that are laughing about that. Per my personal phone, Pat Peters kind of has a uh, ring to it. I was going to actually change my name when we got into this media business way, way back at the start, probably a little late now, but I had an uncle named Harry and I thought, you know, I might change mine. I'm Harry Peters. As it turned out, I was Harry anyways. You've seen me with my Sounds shirt off. Like a real newsman. Did right? Well, I, no, 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 no. My mom Harry almost Peterson. named me. Good night. My dad. My mom was going to name me Sterling. Sterling, and my dad overruled her. And uh, looking back, I, I was kind of teased about that. And if I'd been a girl, they were going to call me Lindy, which my two older brothers called me Lindy anyways. Once they found that out, and thank God for Lindy Ruff. Because I would say, there is a guy named Lindy, you know, he plays for the Buffalo Sabres. He's a defenseman. His name's Lindy Ruff. <laughs> you wonder why I have all these issues. Mm. But anyways, 
In retrospect, if I'd gone into news, I'm Sterling Peters. Here's the news with Sterling Peters. What do you think? That's right. so good. Like, can you imagine like that? But that's not like you couldn't do local news. That has to be the national newscast, right? Like, and that's the news. Good night. I'm Sterling Peterson. Sterling. Right. Well, <laughs> well hang on. The federal liberals say banning Russians from visiting Canada would trap dissidents who want to flee their country. Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie says she doesn't want Canada to follow European countries in barring Russians from getting visas. Jolie says Russian President Vladimir Putin's move to recruit more troops for his war in Ukraine is putting Russians at risk. Film at 11, I'm Sterling Peters. I just very quickly called up the news, uh, latest newswatch. What's on at the movies this week with Landmark Cinemas in theaters now? The Invitation, starring Natalie Emanuel. After the death of her mother and having no other known relatives, Evie takes a DNA test and discovers a long-lost cousin she never knew she had. Invited by her newfound family to a lavish wedding in the English countryside, she's at first seduced by a sexy aristocrat, Host, but is soon thrust into a nightmare of survival as she uncovers twisted secrets in her family. You want to go? Text us now. Movies in all caps 902-518-3033 to be entered to win tickets and treats at Landmark Cinema. Winners picked every week to go to the movies. Okay, somebody wrote in with this the other day and caught me off guard. Said, "Who is the best NFL broadcast in my mind?" Thursday night football, Sunday night football, or Monday night football. And we can kick that around a little bit, but I flipped that to ask the viewers this. Who is your favorite NHL broadcast? Because we got a lot of choices. We got Hockey Net in Canada. We got the NHL on TNT. We have those regional TSN broadcasts with Gordon Razor. Um, Obviously, whatever Sportsnet crews, they're cobbling together. But for the sake of it all, let's start with football. And I got to say Monday night football. This year, they keep changing it all the time, though. The other, you know, it's going to be Joe and Troy probably forever, hopefully forever. Um, but they had two Monday Night Football broadcasts this week. And if you know, I don't, I'm sure you heard the controversy. Steve Levy was in the second booth, and he was along with Riddick Bowe. They were together from last year. But uh, Brian Greasy has been replaced by Dan Orlovsky. And you know how much I love Dan Orlovsky. I love Dan Orlovsky. Did you know he snarted in the booth? Did you see that controversy? Yes. For, the, for the those Titans that don't game. know, he so, yeah. half sneezed, half farted. He snarted. Dan Orlovsky. What a way oh, no. to start your Monday night football career move. Literally soiling yourself on Monday night. Literally. I mean, uh, I'm watching the game by yeah. myself, and I'm like, did he just, did anybody else hear that? Did, and then they played it over and over on the internet and everything else. It was really, really funny. But he did a great job. You know, Lewis Riddick was okay and, and Steve Levy, but I thought Dan Orlovsky was really good. And he does college football. He's always great. Too. He's always great. Yeah. Uh, we'll say that. Again, I'm not as big an Al Michaels fan anymore after I read his book. Like, he just yeah. trashed, trashed Howard Cosell in his book. And I'm like, he's dead! <laughs> What are you doing? Al Michaels didn't care. And then he professed his staunch support of O.J. Simpson because they're golf buddies in the Brentwood, California 
L.A. area. I'm like, really? Now, if Cody Fajardo murdered somebody, I'd probably stand by him, too. So I get it. But I'm like, I don't. I'm just, I'm off the L. Michaels train. Um, Ryan in Toronto watching says, The Sterling Peterson Show doesn't sound like it would still be about sport. Sounds like a porn star. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sterling Peterson, don't you think? Um, yeah. Allie in Texarkana says, My guys and girls at Bally Sports Southwest, Brian and Sevy are so great. I watch those games, Brian Ray and uh, Brent Severn. They're, they're real good. Ted in Red Deer says, I loved Dave Randorf when he did the Habs game. I imagine he's great with the Lightning. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. And he came and tracked me down in the press box last year. Uh, it was in the playoff. Tampa was playing Florida, and he wasn't doing the game. It was on national televisions. We, had, we just had an unbelievable talk. Um. Jeff the Stamps fan says the best local newscaster in Calgary was Daryl Jam. He used to lecture at Mount Royal when I was going to school there. Daryl Jam. He was great. He was great. Um, why? <laughs> I don't know why Ali's saying, oh my God, Rod. Robin in the Sticks says, can anyone beat the legendary Dennis Miller, Al Michaels, and Dan Fouch? I don't feel like you're old enough to... Do you remember Dennis Miller being in the, the Monday Night Football booth? It was so bad. And Tony Kornheiser no. at the same time. I'm like, this is a train wreck. This is a train wreck. I like Kornheiser on Pardon the Interruption. I love Dennis Miller in movies and stand-up. Stay the hell out of a broadcast booth. That might be the single most moment that the broadcasting went in the toilet. Because yeah. it's there, you know. It's there, you know. Just so you know, it's circling the drain in a lot of ways. Viewer Ken Friedman says, I wish I didn't hear that about Al Michaels on both of those fronts. Oh, he, it was, it was, I almost wish I hadn't read the book. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, candidate, point six, point, our last point, Canada's Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith will be competing in the President's Cup golf tournament as part of the international team today in Charlotte, North Carolina. Connors will partner with South Korea's Sung J.M. against Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas in the second match of the first round. So we got through our quick six. We had a lot of fun doing it. We covered NHL, NFL, CFL, MLB, golf. Anything you'd like to add? No, uh, we got it. We got through all of it. I'm looking forward to the game tonight. And uh, now you got me excited, too, for the NHL season. So it's been a good morning. I'm very excited about it. If my Jeep had been fixed, I would have gone up to Panthers practice this morning, but I, it's not fixed yet. They said they'd get back to me today. A few more things wrong with it than we thought. <laughs> Wipers don't work and the horn don't blow, but there ain't nothing wrong oh. with the radio. Um, I like Ted in Red Deer says, is Mike Emmerich the best ever? I wasn't the biggest Mike Emmerich fan. You know, b- bad me, but I just, I didn't like, the constant explaining of offsides and icings. I mean, again, they've had hockey for 100 years in America. <laughs> if they're not getting the rules by now, they're never getting them, Doc. Can you please just call the game? You know, but that's just me. Uh, Robert in PA says, Rod should have his own segment on the national news. Staying up 
with Sterling Peterson. How about that? It would have to be filmed before supper time because I'm in bed long before the <laughs> national news. Moose, thanks, governor. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Yeah. Sportsnet's Justin Bourne coming up in a sports update, too. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com, and we're on the air, 99.1 FM, WQE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Very exciting day. NHL training camps opening around North America, including here, Coral Springs, Florida, with the Panthers on the ice right now, as a matter of fact. It's Christmas for NHL fans, and for that, we're very excited to bring in Sportsnet's Justin Bourne. Uh, this face has become very recognizable. Hey, Borny, good to see you. The man who had quite a swarthy pro career, uh, well, even at the university ranks, at uh, University of Alaska Anchorage, stops in Alaska. Utah, Bridgeport, Reading, and Idaho. And now he's on the dark side, the media business. How you doing, Borny? I'm doing good, Rod. How are things there? Oh, how do you think, man? We got a top five NHL team here to follow. And the Florida Panthers, that, that's my number one story going into the year. I got Florida-Calgary uh, Stanley Cup final. What are the big question marks for you or, or questions that you're going to be following in the early going and throughout this NHL season? Well, you know, that uh, Florida division is a big one for me. You know, I've been watching the Toronto Maple Leafs here uh, in Toronto and kind of just rooting for them to win a round at some point and hasn't happened yet. But, you know, that top of the division, it's it's very tough to get better when you're at the top of the salary cap. So, you know, did Florida get better or worse? The, there's lots of debates about that. They're still going to be very good. Tampa looks a little worse. Toronto got a little worse. Boston's not going to have a couple of their best players. So, I think the top of the Atlantic softened a little bit while the bottom of it got a lot better. So that division to me is still of paramount interest once things get going. You know, you because you're in Toronto, is there implied or direct pressure to focus on the Leafs given where you are at the Sportsnet campus? Or uh, or do you just naturally gravitate to Leafs coverage because you just you can't get away from it? It's 24-7 there in that market. Well, you know, no one ever comes to me. It has literally never happened once and said, write a Leafs thing or do it. You know, I kind of have some freedom to do that. But I'm also well aware that it, it there's the most interest there. There's just the largest amount of people to cater to. And you're in the media business. I'm in the media business. At some point, uh, you know, it's, you, you go after where there's eyeballs and attention. And that is where a lot of it lies. So uh, I would say it's a conscious effort on my part to remember to go after the other markets too and pay attention to what's going on to other places because you could fall into a trap of just like what's going on with the Leafs and obviously that's not healthy. Yeah, you absolutely can. So I'm going to help you out with that. Number one, your hockey DB says that you're born in Kelowna, but somewhere I saw that you were born on Long Island. So I don't think you can be born in two places. Can you settle the tie, Borny? <laughs> Yeah, I was born in Long Island. Yeah, I'm a, okay. I'm a dual citizen. My my dad was with the Islanders, right? So I was born there. We went to LA when he got traded. So yeah, I'm I'm proud to carry my two passports, but I consider myself Canadian. Okay, cool. But I wanted to bring up the Islanders though, because somebody's got to finish eighth, and I have them eighth. And I know Lane Lambert's Ooh. a good Saskatchewan boy. He's from Swift Current, but. 
something doesn't seem right there with me and Long Island and Nidus. I don't. They missed the yeah. playoffs last year, and I don't think. I think they're going to be eighth. What, what's your outlook for the New York Islanders? Well, it's strange, right? They missed the playoffs, and they were the only team in the NHL not to sign a single free agent this summer. Not one. They were like, yeah, we're just going to plow ahead. I think what they think is two seasons ago, they went to the conference finals, right? And the season before that, they went to the conference finals. You know, they think they had a good team. That next year started all a mess. They're on the road while their arena's being built. 14-game road trip. They struggled there. They came home. They had COVID. They were bad, you know, for a while. And then they got healthy, and they were pretty good in the second half. They weren't good enough to catch up, make the playoffs. But I think they saw that second half, and they've talked themselves into thinking, that's the team we are. But to your point, like New Jersey's definitely better. You know, there's a lot of teams in that division. Where you go, ah, you know, Columbus made some, you know, added Johnny Goodrow, and you know, a lot of teams got better. So I don't think it's unreasonable to question them. I do think personally they'll be a, a fringe playoff team, probably in the same place. They'll probably be the ninth best team in the conference, to my eye. Yeah, I like I said, I got a mate in, in the division just because of those other teams yeah. getting better. Now, I really, I'm just going to put some things to you that that have come across my desk this week, and this came from NHL.com. It's, it was one of their 10 questions was, do, does Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Laine play on the same line? And I'm like, how is that even a question? The second Johnny signed there, I thought, can you imagine those two together? Yeah. I think the question is, who's the left winger on that line? But how do you think things will shake down in Columbus? Because let's be honest, they've had a bumpy few years too. Yeah, you know, Columbus's biggest thing is just how do you hang on to superstars? So when you get a chance to grab a good row, whatever question marks about them, you got to do it. Hmm. And yeah, if those two guys playing together, you need a trigger, right? Like uh, you, you need Patrick Liner, you know, a guy like him that can shoot it. They're rare. So for Goodrow to get to play with a guy like that, he played with Lindholm. What Lindholm get 40 last year, 38, 40? Yeah. I don't know how many was. It was a lot. So you can turn like pretty good players into, you know, massive goal scorers. I got to believe Line is going to be a guy, you know, this could be a 50 goal a year if those two play together and he's healthy. Right. And again, in a very difficult uh, division. We had Peter Labardius on here yesterday, and Lou said he feels the Flames had the best offseason of any NHL team. And to be honest, I don't think I can argue that. I can't even think who's number two. Who, who would you say had the best offseason as we enter day one of training camps today? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, it, my eye kind of drifts towards the teams that have stunk. You know, like the Detroit Red Wings added, who they had? Ben Sherratt and David Perron and uh, Andrew Kopp. Uh, they had like seven players that are all pretty good players. The Ottawa Senators added Debrinkit and Claude Giroux. You know, the Montreal Canadiens get Kirby Doc to come in. And, you know, like, I don't know, there's some bad teams that made an effort. Uh, you know, even Columbus, we mentioned before. So, you know, I think in the big picture, in terms of percentage, the team improved. I'm probably going to give it to Detroit, who's probably going to be, I don't know, maybe fifth in the Atlantic this year. But from where they were, that ain't too shabby. I've got them making the playoff and Boston you do. missing. It's not unreasonable. I've got people, no, I got people Love checking that. my temperature for that, but I've got Detroit making the playoff. <laughs> no, no, somebody, no. somebody has to take a step forward. Some of these middling teams have struggled for a while, and I think it'll be Detroit. Now, having said that, I want your take on the Sabres too, because we talked about them finishing fifth in their division last year, and granted, 35 points behind fourth. But it was fifth, and they just signed Kevin Adams to an yeah. extension yesterday. What do, you, what do you see out of the Buffalo Sabres? You know, I think they made the right decision by not saying, we're ready to be super good, and we're going to go all in and spend a bunch of money. They're not there yet. 
So I like the patience here because they're, they had a lot of good players. They got, you know, Tage Thompson being the monster that he is, but they got a lot of big young guys that are pretty good, you know, give them another year to come along. And then next summer, if you want to get more aggressive and see what you can do, I, I think they're building something good in Buffalo. And while you may not see the rewards right now, fans are excited about it. I think they're actually headed in the right direction. God, they missed playoffs. I don't know, nine years in a row or something. It may be one more, but boy, there, there's something good brewing. Well, one I saw it somewhere. Uh, it was Steve Simmons once said, and I don't know where you land on Steve Simmons, but he said, as with a sports team, you'd better either be selling wins or selling hope. And a very, at the very least, the Sabres are now selling hope. There's no doubt. And, and maybe I'll wind yeah. this up with Ottawa. You meant, you, well, you mentioned them here with the additions of Claude Giroux and Chirot. What about in goal, Cam Talbot? Like, I feel like he's a bit of the Rodney Dangerfield of the NHL. <laughs> certainly in the crease. Yeah. But what do you think those additions will mean to Ottawa? A team that I saw here come through here in Sunrise, they might have been the hardest working team, Borny, that I saw come through. Well, I'm not joking. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to mean something. For sure. And like DJ Smith has got that team go, go, go. But you can imagine how deflating it is when you get these guys to work like that. And then Matt Murray lets one go through his chest and you're like, God, can we get a save? You know, between Forsberg and, um, and Talbot, they should get steady goaltending, even if it's league average. You shouldn't have the wind taken out of your sails by giving up, you know, weak goals this year. And that goes a long way to building a team and identity. And it just you want to be rewarded when you play well. And I feel like Ottawa played really hard last year, like you do, and and really didn't get rewarded for it. So yeah, Talbot is a guy who should make a difference, and that should give them some belief in what they're building there. They're they're going to be a lot tougher team this year too. Well, it's finally here, the chase for the Stanley Cup. As far as we're concerned, uh, it starts. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel the same way. Borny, thanks for this. <laughs> My best to your family, your wonderful family, which includes the in-laws, of course. And keep up the great work. I enjoy following you from down here. Yeah, you too, buddy. Have a great season. Sportsnet's Justin Bourne. We'll be back with a sports update on day one of NHL training camps and viewer takeover. On the way, Arash Madani and Lee Genier. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's uh, what we call viewer takeover, and I got a sports update coming too. I apologize. Some people, I think, missed what we were talking about earlier. The question was, what's your favorite national broadcast group? Period. And it started with the NFL. Thursday night football tonight, you're going to see Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit if you subscribe to Amazon Prime. Who's Sunday night? I can't even remember anymore. Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. And then Monday, Joe Buck. And Troy Aikman. And then I ran a parallel to the NHL. Who's your favorite national broadcast crew? And, you know, that's, well, Jim Houston's retired now, so what is it now? Cuthbert and Craig Simpson. Um, in America, I can't remember. Is it Kenny Albert? Was Eddie Olchick? I don't know. They change him all the time. But anyways, Dougal in Calgary wrote in, and he said, Any, your list is remiss without John Madden. It's not best all 
time cruise its current national broadcast group. Jeff Caldwell is watching in um, Redmond, Oregon, and he says, Rick Generette got me into play-by-play. That's the Buffalo Sabres radio broadcaster, I think. Great guy, great broadcaster, not what we're talking about. Stephen writes in from Minot, North Dakota. Greetings and hallucinations. <laughs> from overcast 7 degrees Celsius, Minot, North Dakota. Does I have a trip to Iowa this weekend? Do I wear NDSU bison gear? Bison at South Dakota Coyote. I would suggest you wear whatever you want. You be you. Best advice I ever got. You just be you. I don't believe we're having any tech issues, are we, guys? People are writing in about tech issues. I think we're fine. Yeah, we're good. It's, it's, sounds like that's a you problem. You people that are you people that are complaining about tech issues. Bingo. Sports update. Saskatoon's team Colton Flash has the inside track to become Saskatchewan's next team to watch over the next few years of curling. The number seven team at the 2022 Points Bet Invitational took another step forward in that goal with a sweep 16 victory against Edmonton's number 10 team Karsten Sturmey. On Wednesday in New Brunswick, Team Flash scored two in the 10th end to tie the game and defeat Team Sturmey 6-5 with a draw to the button. In the other sweep 16 action, Team Brendan Butcher defeated Team Landon Rooney 11-3. On the women's side, Team Jennifer Jones rolled to an 8-5 win over Team Andrea Kelly to advance to a Friday morning Elite Eight showdown with Team Selena Sturmey. She's out of Edmonton. Meanwhile, top-seeded Terry Einerson avoided a first-round letdown, rolling to a 12-3 win over number 16 team Tracy LaRoque, the reigning women's champions at the Everest Canadian Curling Championship. Terry Einerson, I'm sorry I said it wrong. The Toronto Blue Jays will be heading to Tampa to take on the Rays in a four-game series. Beginning tonight, Toronto lost 4-3 to the Philadelphia Phillies in extra innings in the finale of a four-game, sorry, a two-game series Wednesday. Jose Barrios will take the mound for the Blue Jays, who currently sit two games ahead of the Rays in the American League wildcard race. This sports update for Edo Japan with freshly made food and high-quality ingredients. Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. Last minute of play in hour one. How much fun has this been so far today? Hmm. We've covered your NHL. We've covered your NFL. We've covered your CFL, your MLB. And next hour, it'll be Lee Genier with us in Arashmadani to have more of that type of fun. And we had a rant, too. Uh, John Kirby in Edmonton, you're going to want to stay tuned for that. For Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, John says, I'll be at the Oil Kings WHL Championship banner raising ceremony tomorrow in Edmonton. That should be tonight. Or there should at least be one game tonight in the dub, don't you think? Uh, Stick around. I'm going to get out of here early, guys. Hour two is next after this break. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.